And we're back here on Pacific Rim right here, 1029 and 750 the game. There have been so many great coaches that have come through on our uh, off-season coaches series, and this is one of the best in the business right here. One of my favorite guys to watch year in and year out. He's taken West Virginia to new heights, and he's joining me right now. Head coach of the Mountaineers, Bob Huggins. And Bob, how are you doing on this fine morning? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for joining me. And first things first, and you've had such a good run at West Virginia the last couple of years. Once again, you guys made the Sweet 16 last year, came oh so close to making it to the Elite Eight in what was really an exciting game against Gonzaga. I mean, you've had some great results ever since going to West Virginia in the 07-08 series, making countless Sweet 16s, the NCAA tournament time in and a timeout, and we all remember the 2010 Final Four. What has really been the key to success for you having all this all the success out there in the Big 12 slash the Big East back when you were in there for a couple years as well? Well, obviously good players. Um, it's, it's awful hard to win without good players, but we we struggled for uh, really a, a couple years, and so I thought we had to change our style of play. Uh, our league's so good and so competitive, and, and the coaching in our league is just phenomenal, so I thought we had to do something different, so we went to uh, full court, full court pressure, trapping everything, speeding the game up, making making the game a lot faster. And I I went to see Kevin Mackey, who's been a very very dear friend of mine for many many years. And when I was at Akron, he was at Cleveland State, and we played against him. And I thought he's done the best job with full court pressure of maybe any coach ever. And so I went to Kevin, talked to Kevin. Kevin was kind enough to come in, uh, watch his practice, kind of give me some suggestions, and uh, it's worked out really well for us. It certainly has, as Bob Huggins is joining me right here on Pacific Rim. And you mentioned that there were a couple down years. Ironically enough, I do believe that they came in your first two years in the Big 12 in the 2012-13 and 13-14 seasons. And then the last three years, you guys have made it to the NCAA tournament, two Sweet 16s in that time period. Is that what was really the inspiration for going with this just full court, full court, all out press and just using a, a big amount of players off the bench and getting them all involved and having them go all out for for a couple minutes at a time before uh, sending them back to get some rest? Well, it's kind of interesting. When I went to Cincinnati, I'm looking down the road at Louisville when Coach Crum was there, and, and he had his, I mean, he had great players and great teams and did such a great job coaching them. And uh, I'm like, wow, I'm never going to be able to get guys that good. But maybe my 10 can be better than their 10, or my 15 can be better than his 15 if I can get into his bench. And and so that's what we did in Cincinnati. We pressed. It was different. It was more of a box press. Uh, but we we pressed the whole game at Cincinnati in the, in the early years, actually until I got Danny Fortson. And then I figured a 6'7 guy that 260 pounds is going to get us 23 and 11 a game. There's no sense getting him in foul trouble. But um, I, I, I did it at Cincinnati. And I just, you know, you look in our league, the great players that have been in our league, we've got like the second most amount of draft picks with only 10 teams of any of the power five conferences. And we just got great players and great coaches. And I thought we had to do something different. And I thought maybe our 10 or 12 could be better than their 10 or 12. 
and it certainly has turned out to be the case. And you mentioned your time at Cincinnati. I remember you making 13 straight NCAA tournaments when you were there. And then you go to Kansas State for a year. You make an NIT there. But then you move to West Virginia, your hometown of, of Morgantown, and you're able to just take off right away. You have a bunch of NCAA tournament success. How hard was it going from place to place to place before getting to West Virginia? Because I know that it can be difficult to make a bunch of moves in just a short amount of time. Well, I was 16 years at Cincinnati, so I really wasn't going place to place to place until uh, we got a we got a, a, a lady president that uh, we we didn't get along very well. Let me put it that way. And and so I took a year off, and the people of Kansas State came in. I thought these are the nicest people. They they wanted to win. They wanted to win the right way. And I went there. It's the hardest thing I've ever done was leave Kansas State to come to, to, to West Virginia. You know, but it was, you know, my chance really to come home. Uh, my, my father's two hours away. My all my I got four sisters and two brothers and they're two hours away and they come to all the games and you know, that was just that was that was hard to turn down. It certainly is. Turning down a hard hometown job, I can tell you even for myself, would be difficult. As It's Bob Huggins, head coach of the West Virginia Mountaineers, joining me right here on Pacific Rim, 1029 and 750 the game. I mentioned the success that you had last year at the top of the interview. You guys were able to make it to the Sweet 16. Had a very good year last year getting into the NCAA tournament as a four seed. And you found out a couple weeks ago that one of your top players, Javon Carter, who was looking at going into the NBA draft, will be returning next year. How big is it to have Carter back because I know that a lot of the nucleus from last year is going to be back so having a guy like Carter I have to think really gives you guys a big leg up going into next year well I, you know I, I think we all knew going in that that he want, he wanted to see what it was about he wanted to go uh, get some workouts in which he did uh, he's a very very level-headed kid I mean he's not one of those guys who thinks he's better than what he is he's He's very level-headed. He's got a great family. He gets he gets great support from his family, and uh, I think maybe everybody else was surprised he came back. We certainly weren't. I mean, he's he, he loves West Virginia. He loves West Virginia. He loves his teammates, and and wants to make another run. He certainly will have the chance to do that, as he was the team's leading scorer last year. I believe that he led the team in assists as well, steals. I mean, rebounds as well. He w- he had like five rebounds per game, which I feel a lot of people do not notice. And do you think maybe he goes a little bit under the radar because of the style that you play? Because whenever you talk about the best players in the country, I feel like Javon Carter needs to get more recognition. I feel like he's done a really good job with West Virginia. He's the ultimate competitor when you whenever you see him out there on the court, but he just seems to go under the radar a little bit. Well, somebody had him the 12th best returning player in the country. He was the National Defensive Player of the Year. He was the, the Defensive Player of the Year in the Big 12. So, and I, don't, I don't think he's gone unnoticed. I think I think maybe the other side of the ball, he gets unnoticed a little bit because he, he did lead us in assists. He, he was our leading scorer. Uh, he was our leading free-throw shooter. I mean, he's just he, – he, he's a guy who loves basketball, and he just – he loves being in the gym. 
That's a very good call. It's Bob Huggins joining me right here on Pacific Rim, 1029 and 750 the game. And I've talked about it a lot of, on my show and just how good the Big 12 is. We remember back in 2015 and 2016, I believe that this conference had seven teams go to the NCAA tournament. There wasn't quite that many this year, but the firepower is still there in Kansas, yourself, Baylor, Iowa State, Oklahoma State really came on towards the end of the year. We saw Kansas State win a game in the first four. Just how crazy is it to have a 10-team league and have pretty much all 10 of those teams be very, very solid, especially heading into next year with the improvement of teams like TCU, with improvement with Texas Tech. Texas, you know, is going to be back. Just how crazy is it to play in this league? Well, you're right. We only had 60% of our teams go to the NCAA tournament this year instead of 70%. Uh, it, it, it's every everywhere you go. One, they're great venues. Uh, we have all on-campus facilities. It's not like when I was in the Big East where you went and played in the Cap Center. You know, you, you played off-campus at Villanova, and you know, in the in the, in the bigger cities, went to went to those bigger venues. And I don't know. I don't know bigger, but off-campus, and because of the student involvement at the games, that every game is incredibly intense uh i think i think it's six guys in our league have been at the final four have coached in the final four there's never been that's never happened in any league ever before that 60 percent of the coaches coached in, in, in a final four game the coaching is great the the atmosphere is unbelievable and and obviously we've had really good players in the league and you mentioned that, and you've got some good recruits coming in this year. I know that Derek Culver is a guy from Ohio. He was a very highly rated recruit by so many guys. You have a Juco guy coming in and Wesley Harris. Do you feel like having all these on-campus facilities and the sheer success of the pro- of the uh, Big 12 that you are mentioning earlier is a really big draw for these guys? Well, yeah, but I, I mean, I think our university is a, is, is a big draw in itself. We have what we think is the best practice facility in America. Uh, guys have 24-hour access where they can get in and get shots up. Um, the culture here is very good. And West Virginia University is, we don't we don't have professional sports. You know, and I was in Cincinnati for 16 years, and you have the Reds, you have the Bengals, you had Xavier, you know, you had Ohio State. Uh, we don't have that. You know, we have everybody here. I mean, you you go to any town in this state, you're going to see people wearing a flying WV, which is what our athletic teams wear. And I think because of that, uh, once once we kind of got it going, and and same thing with our football program. Our football team won ten games a year ago. Our baseball team just got beat in the whatever it was, the regional. um, Our 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 sports teams uh, kind of take on a, a different significance in this state. Head coach of the West Virginia Mountaineers, Bob Huggins, is joining me right here on Pacific Rim, 1029 and 750 The Game. And coach, I would like to close it up with this because I still remember, I believe it was in February, there was something really interesting that happened to you during a game. I believe you're defibril if I can say correctly, your defibrillator went off during a game and it was just something that caused a whole lot of, a whole lot of hubbub. And then you really made like no big deal out of it after the game. Can you describe to us what it was like having your defibrillator, if I could say it correctly, going off during the middle of a game? Uh, Well, it's not any fun. I mean, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a horse kicking you. Um, It, it, 
it jolts you pretty good. If if I hadn't had it happen whenever it was five or six months prior, it it would have been a whole lot scarier than what it was. But basically, all it does is shock your uh, your heart back into rhythm. And uh, I like a lot of people my age have have they call AFib, which is just an irregular heartbeat. So when it gets to a certain point, the defibrillator shocks it back in. Um, it's not a it's not life threatening or anything. I mean, people I think made more of it than what it really was. That's absolutely incredible. I could not imagine having that going off going off for myself. So I really give you a lot of credit as head coach of the West Virginia Mountaineers. Bob Huggins has been my guest right here on Pacific Rim 1029 and 750 the game. Coach, you've had so much success out there at West Virginia. You're doing a heck of a job as a coach. You really know how to get young men to play for you. Thank you so much for joining me and sharing a couple minutes with me today. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me.